All right, we are back with part two of season two, episode nine. This is the conclusion of our 1993 trilogy, a time in our lives that we just were so into the product. Uh, it was like peak, peak adolescence, peak 90s. And we love this time period so much and we want to enhance it, right? Like we want to look back and think about things that we didn't know we didn't know at the time and find ways to do it better. That is interesting in part one where you said that like 93, it was a change with the WWF, but it was also like the beginning of our middle school years. So like that was that was interesting how we we're out of elementary, out of out of the Hogan era. Like it was all- yeah. <laughs> In a lot of ways, it's like, all right, your elementary innocent days, your golden era. Mm -hmm. Middle school's like the new generation. You're figuring yeah. out that. And then high school, you're into your attitude era, right? How, how, <laughs> how, good, how good did we have it? <laughs> oh my God, so good. So, 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 so good. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. In everything, mm -hmm. not just mm -hmm. like last night, right? Like, yeah, the, the, the same time, at the same time that you're watching, um, like the um, prepping for SummerSlam 92, you are getting ready for like the Say by the Bell gang to freaking graduate from Bayside. It's all happening. <laughs> like it's all no, happening at the same time. No. As the same time as like Steve Young and Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders are playing in the NFL. It's the same time that like Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. And, yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, so, now when you we're watching kind of the scrambled uh, 1993 SummerSlam. Was it also a point where uh, you kind of started to stray away from the traditional Pizza Hut and went for that pizza, that new pizzeria type pizza, or was that not yet? Well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, you had book it. So like Pizza Hut and elementary school reading, right? That 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 time period mm -hmm. was so iconic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, as you go to middle school, you're like, nah, you're gonna ride your bike with your buddies to the pizzeria and get a slice for like $1.25. <laughs> We're pushing Snapple with all the different, like, you know, little flavors. You get mm -hmm. a little peach, strawberry, a little peach. Mm -hmm. yep. and, and yeah, you're not reading, you know, a book. You're not reading, I'm not reading a Hardy Boys book to uh, get a personal pan pizza. I wish I did. <laughs> and I wish I could still do it now. But, yeah, like some of those things were changing. Mm -hmm. No doubt, no doubt. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So as we dive into this rebooking, um, I'm going to very quickly go through the um, WrestleMania 9 rebooking and the King of the Ring rebooking. Yes. His results and kind of what we were looking at here. Yep. And then because what this is all going to come down to, I don't know your answer. I am so excited. It has been building to Bret Hart, Lex Luger, SummerSlam 93, and the we're, we will definitely talk about Survivor Series 93 at some point in the taking it to the bats mm -hmm. uh, era. But for the purposes of this trilogy, we're going to close SummerSlam 93, and you're going to give me the winners of these matches that I'm going to put out to you. Yep. And you don't have to think about tomorrow. You don't have to think about where it goes next. You right. could, could throw some things out. Yep. yep. But know that like you can just come up with a definitive winner and gotcha. like, close the trilogy. All right. All right. So for WrestleMania nine, we had we kept Sean versus Tatanka. Sean was going to win and end Tatanka's streak, and we right. liked the idea of like yeah. 
the the drama of Tatanka does it once solo non-title, does it again in the six-man tag, kept that in, doesn't do it the third time. You gotta make the you gotta make the if you're gonna make the decision that Tatanka's not gonna amount to a champion, then just end it. Exactly right. Do it and build and put put Sean over because obviously you know he's superstar of the nineties, right? Steiners and Shrinkers, uh, Steiners and Head Shrinkers. We love that match. We're going to keep it. We're keeping it as is. That, yep. that is going right in. We had heel Doink going over Bob Backlund. Yep. And allowing Doink to um, showcase his wrestling ability and keep him relevant. Yep. We had Razor and Crush. After some back and forth, we did, decided on a double countout going up into the concourse. Very physical. They're going to go for about 10 plus minutes. Yep. Um, we're okay with a unclean finish because we think just that booking is strong. Yep. We have money incorporated uh, going over on the Nasty Boys, and it could be because of the briefcase, but we felt like that was an important enough feud to blow off. We thought yep. what they did with the Nasty Boys was good. We liked the Jimmy Hart angle. Um, we, we kept that. Yep. Perfect and Luger, we keep that. We just enhance the match. Right, right. Yep. We also have Luger at the brunch. We're yep. keeping Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep that. We have Undertaker and Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow is going to hit Undertaker with the urn. So the Undertaker is still is now 3-0 and of the streak. Bam Bam Bigelow is still protected and being built up as a monster heel. Mm-hmm. Our six-man tag bathroom match special. Beverly Brothers and Rick Martel, the modern Rick Martel, going against High Energy and Mari Gennetti. Yep. I got Mari Gennetti pinning one of the Beverly Brothers with a crossbody. And I got Owen Hart at the WrestleMania card with a W. Important. Right. We got Bret Hart beating Yokozuna. Could be because of DQ. All right. Could be exactly the same spot where he's got him in the sharpshooter. DQ. Macho Man with the save. We talked about it before. We got Cirque du Soleil. We got fireworks. <laughs> That's how we're creating excitement. So we're not getting Hogan at the end right. of WrestleMania. He's not coming back. That's not our alternate reality. But we're going to celebrate Bret Hart in the desert. Yep, yep. Right. The Cirque du happened. Cirque du Soleil is happening in the desert. <laughs> so now we go to the King of the Ring, 93. So we're going to keep that as the tweener pay-per-view event in June. The non-tournament matches. The Steiners are going to beat Money, Inc. Once and for all for the titles. <clears throat> so we know that there's some house show things or Money, Inc. wins, Steiners win. Money, Inc. has the title at the real King of the Ring. We're going to have in this version, it's Money, Inc. as the champions. They're going to lose to the Steiners very cleanly. <clears throat> Steiners are on their way up. We have the six-man tag. I know you like this one a lot. Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Razor Ramon going against one, two, three, Kid Perfect and Jannetty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got Razor really solidifying his face turn at this event. He's going to get into it with Diesel on the outside because Diesel's like going to trip him or have some right. Right. Stuff right. necessary. The reason for that is that it gets Diesel and Razor out so Perfect can cleanly pin Shawn Michaels with the Perfect Plex in the middle of the ring, building up to SummerSlam. Right. Because we really like Perfect and Michaels. We mm-hmm. like the spot at WrestleMania 9 where he jumps them after the Luger match. Right. right. And we have Bret Hart defeating Bam Bam Bigelow, retaining the championship. Mm-hmm. We like the match at King of the Ring 93. Mm-hmm. We like what Bam Bam could do. We think it's going to be a very good match. Bret Hart's going to win with that uh, pin situation he has on his shoulders. Just giving Bret the chance to defend the belt. For the King of the Ring, 
quarterfinals was Lex Luger over Bob Backlund because we love that real life qualifying match. Yep. <laughs> Owen Hart is going to beat Doink in a very strong wrestling match. Right. Hart's going to look good. They're going to move on. Yokozuna is going to beat Crush. We ha- settled on an angle where Crush actually has him ready for a body slam. And then Yoko falls on him. One, two, three. Yep. <laughs> so Crush can still look good. Oh, yeah. Crush is still going to be solid. He just... mm-hmm. And then um, the Undertaker is going to beat Tatanka. He's going to catch him on a crossbody, drop him for the tombstone. Yep. Okay, Lex and Owen. Very important match in the semifinals. Owen's going to look awesome. Owen's going to look awesome. Mm-hmm. And Owen is going to have a ton of near falls. And we talked about how he's going to kind of have that Anakin Skywalker moment where he keeps looking at the referee, like one, two, three, one, right. two, three. Like, yep. And then he's just going to get cold cocked by that forearm. Yep. And it's like, oh, like Owen, like you could have won. You kept yep. your eye at the ball. Like yep. he's just a kid. He's like best little brother. Like they're going to really play up. Mm-hmm. He's just not there yet. Yep. Yep. And, and Owen Hart's still going to be O'Shucks. Mm-hmm. But I like how you say in the real in the real world he shows that heel side, that yep. killer instinct. Yep. He's gonna show some of that, but ultimately <laughs> it's gonna be all shucks and Stu and Helen are gonna give him hugs and they're gonna be proud of him. Right. We lost. Mm-hmm. Lost. Yokozuna and the uh, Yokozuna and the Undertaker. The Undertaker is going to win, but Yokozuna is gonna have a ton of outside interference, a ton of like leg drops, bonsai drops after the fact, the salt. Basically, the way we set it up is that Lex Luger cruises into the finals, sort of, on paper. <clears throat> goes against The Undertaker, who is going to be very weak. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, is going to be very obvious that The Undertaker is not a full capacity. Right, right. We have Lex Luger, with help from Yokozuna on the outside, coming back out, building heat for a Yokozuna feud with The Undertaker, because we want to avoid the lost years. Lex Luger is going to beat The Undertaker. I think we settled on not the one finger pin, but the standing on him and flexing pin. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because we want that iconic shot. We want people to be disgusted with Lex Luger. We want Lex Luger to be able to, in all the promos leading up to SummerSlam against Bret Hart, to be like, I beat The Undertaker. Yep. Really (laughs) playing up the fact that he beat the dead man. He Mm -hmm. beat the unbeatable dead man. Yep. And people are not going to be happy about that. Right. He is not going to acknowledge I didn't beat him at 100% capacity. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Going into SummerSlam 93, the yep. Steiner brothers are the champions. <clears throat> Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels are going into the Intercontinental picture. Mm-hmm. Because Lex Luger won the King of the Ring, he gets the title shot against Bret Hart. Yep. <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. All right. First match. I think you're going to like this one. I didn't know how much you liked it, so I'm very excited that this is – basically on the card we're gonna go the smoking guns and the head shrinkers okay straight up open up with some fast hot tag team action nice we got the smoking guns on the way up we got the head shrinkers very physical very capable um it's that classic pay-per-view starting fast tag team match yeah who do you like in this spot well just a straight up straight up two newer teams Hmm. Because you got what was the uh, well in the rebooking? Not the well, the not the rebooking. You had the eight man at King of the Ring, where yeah. Smoking Guns got the pin on DiBiase. 
and the head triggers were, or no, yeah, head triggers were a part of that. Yep. Yeah. Head triggers and bam, bam. Yep. But but we in our rebooking that that's a that doesn't happen. Um, right. <clears throat> it's hard to. I want to say. I want to say we're going to give it to the guns, the smoking guns. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say the smoking guns win. I'm just trying to figure out how, because it's tough to keep a head shrinker down. <laughs> and the, the guns aren't like the most powerful team, like the Steiners or LOD. Like they got to find, they got to find a way. And like, even in the regular, the six man that happened, like Billy Gunn, like bulldogged uh, Fatu, like he came off the top rope. And he like bulldog him almost like a Rick Steiner type thing. And it didn't phase him that much because, you know, he can't hurt the head trigger's head. <clears throat> are, you seeing that, are you seeing the classic match where Bart Gunn is in the corner, the head triggers cut the ring in half, and he goes to Billy Gunn? Or are you thinking more of like a Steiner's head shrinkers or something in nine match where it is just a friggin' slugfest? Yeah, I think it's a slugfest because in the six man that happened, like the smoking guns were pretty impressive. Like they were tough, tougher than I thought. They took some some bumps, but they they didn't just get killed and Tatanka like saved them. Like they were they were in the match. They were they did really good. Yeah. I guess I guess we'll go um like you know, Tatanka rolled up Samu for the pin. I guess we'll we'll do a roll up. We'll do we'll we'll say you know Billy Gunn rolls up Samu for the win, you know, in in some way like they they miss they miss a move or get caught in something and uh, like they like one hits the other one off the apron by by mistake or, or maybe like maybe like uh Afa goes to use the big the big cane and misses and hits Samu instead or something like that and they I like that they roll them up yeah yeah that kind get, of I want, I like the smoking guns to kick it off nice yeah yeah good theme song mm -hmm. all right this next one the second spot purposely put in here does it go up does it go down uh -oh. totally up for whatever cuz again the rebooking changes everything mhm mm Ludwig Borg is still in the house. He's coming in as a potential monster heel. Mm -hmm. But is he going to go over this person or is he going to be just the right person to get this guy where we need him to go? Kona Crush and Ludwig Borga. Wow. What do you think? Going to give him a shot? <sighs> How does he... How does he beat Crush? Or Crush beats or, uh, Yeah. Either way, I, 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 I look. I like <laughs> this one because I know we we like Borga, but Borga is Lex Luger's nemesis. Right. Yep. So can <clears throat> Borga be the guy that get finally gets Crush over the hump? Because we can't get him over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very hard. Like when you just think about him. We like we like him. We like his look. We like you know uh, his music and stuff. But his, his, like even his look, his his purple, yellow, and orange. It's like very charactery and hard to get all the way over as a solid like give this guy a run. Yeah. Like I mean, I I I gotta I gotta. 
unfortunately have Crush do the job for Borga. Get the heck out. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I got to solidify the newcomer from Finland as that next heel guy to, to keep going. All uh, right. So I, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like Crush uh, like goes to the top rope and Borga like catches them in a slam or something like that and pins them. See, Ludwig Borga, I think that's the right call because that sets up Ludwig Borga. I don't know where you're going to be going with stuff, but that could be Bret Hart. That could be The Undertaker. Right. That could be Perfect. That could be Razor. There's a lot. Yes, I, I think I, I agree. There's a lot better ways forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Poor Crush. I know. <laughs> Poor Crush. We can't. We can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> we're we're unfortunately agreeing with uh, with the WWF this whole time. Like, yeah, we want him to get over, but he can't. <laughs> yeah. No. No. See, the flaws are just too much there. All right. So then the third match is um, the one, two, three kid, right? Because we talked about that sure. being Razor does happen. Mm -hmm. Another now or never. Another which way do they go? One, two, three kid, heel doink. Mm. So, so my question to you is, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't keep one, two, three kid in IRS? I would not. And uh, I, no. You'll let, I, you'll let me know. You'll let me know why. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like, so if you think about where Doink goes, Doink goes from court jester to then feuding with Bam Bam Bigelow at Survivor Series 93 and having been on a mission of the Bushwhackers wrestling. I was trying, I was trying to, I was thinking about that when we were talking about SummerSlam 93, I was trying to figure out how he became face after SummerSlam. Lawler was like pissed at him. Gotcha. And hold on to it. Because then that's like dink, pink, wink. and dink. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So here's your shot. Do you, let, do you give one, two, three kid the win, but he did lose to IRS, so he could lose and still follow his path. Mm -hmm. Do you give Doink a pay-per-view win, get him, keep him rolling, keep him rolling. Right. Um, because he did win at WrestleMania 9. He did lose at King of the Ring. In our, this keeps heel Doink in our alternate world. Or do you elevate the kid further and have him win a wrestling match? <clears throat> I think you give it to Doink. Yep. I think, uh, like you said, there's got to be a like there's got to be a ceiling to what the kid can do right off the bat. So, like Irwin beat the kid. I think Doink beats the kid. I think he, I think he probably beats him with his submission too. His I love it. Yeah. I can see him like catching him and getting it at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or like the kid goes for one of his like kicks, like an insiguri and like totally misses and like flops on his face and then he gets a minute. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. So doink over the one, two, three kid. Okay. The next match was a match that they did at the SummerSlam Spectacular. I like it for the pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. I like Money Inc. and the Steiner Brothers, mm. the titles in the steel cage. Oh, wow. Nice. Could, could, could be considered uh, the semi-main semi main event. Yeah. So they're going to set the cage up. <laughs> nice. So they're going to put the blue cage up. Um, I think I know where I'm going with this, but this is an alternate reality. So where do you want to go with it? <clears throat> now, the, in, I, in our rebooking, the Steiners are the champs. Or no, money, money, 
Steiner, Steiner's won at King of the Ring in a traditional match. Okay, I was gonna say it's Money Inc. and the Nasties was not for the titles. At- that was a WrestleMania nine. Oh right, right, right. Okay. So this is a return bout in a cage. <clears throat> right. So this either solidifies the Steiners and puts the nail in the coffin of Money Inc. Yep. Or brings Money Inc. right back into the title picture. It puts the nail in the coffin of Money Inc. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Steiners don't lose in their hometown. They they solidify. They are the tag champs in Detroit, Michigan, and that's that's pretty much it for Money Inc. Did I make a mistake by not putting the Heavenly Bodies in there, based on the match that you watched again recently? Um, no, like I like that match, but not in a not like the Steiners and the the and Money Inc. deserve the cage, right? Yeah, get yeah. a pop, and that's the end of DiBiase. Then mm-hmm. right? we should give give him that shot. Yep. All right. Next match, had to throw it in. We're keeping Janetti in the model. <laughs> That's a good kind of like, you know, we pulled all down the cage, a little bit of a bathroom match, um, kind of get everybody kind of settled in. Right. Uh, what do you think? <clears throat> and he was the Intercontinental Champion in our alternate timeline. Right. So in our alternate timeline, everything happened to bring Diesel into the company and Perfect and Michael Steele. Yep. So like, th- this isn't like newcomer against Genetti. This is like, you know, classic model against classic Genetti. So it's like, it could be a toss up. It could, it can't, it can't just be like Genetti's doing a job like he did for Borga, right? <clears throat> and they, they're both on opposite teams at at real Survivor Series '93 too. Yes, right. Like like model had a little bit of a run in '93, yeah. so. Yep. This kind of puts him in that. What do you think? I'll give it to models. I'll give you. Hey. I'll, give you a mo- I'll give you a model victory. A little, a little arrogance going on. <laughs> yep. Nice. I don't. I don't. Probably. Probably the tights. I see a roll up with the tights. Somehow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta get that boating gear out of SummerSlam '93. That was too good to not celebrate. If if you don't have. Uh, IRS going over the kid. You can have model going over on Genetti. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sets us up for match, match sticks. And I actually just reshuffled this recently. Uh-oh. Um, because I think I do need a bathroom match because I got a big ending. Mm. So let's put the IC strap on the line. But here's what it's going to look like. It's Mr. Perfect versus Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels has Diesel. Mr. Perfect's going to have Razor Ramon in his corner. Okay. So this is one of those matches where you could scratch your head and say, why isn't Razor wrestling? This is like one of those matches, though, where, you know, where like Tugboat's in the corner of Hulk Hogan and right. you know, Bravo with Earthquake. Like, they're featured on the Coliseum box. Yep. Like, Razor's standing there next to Mr. Perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it is right. absolutely a thing that they're in the corner so that this match can happen and you can build heat more heat with uh diesel and razor yeah so <clears throat> there's not necessarily a tomorrow to this so you don't have to think about what happens next go <clears throat> face perfect take the title off of Shawn michaels because he has the equivalent in his corner 
Right. So it's in <laughs> the ring. Do we give? Do we, so do you put Michaels over and solidify him as an in-ring performer? Do you have perfect win because he's crazy over and we've got guys like Borga, we got the model winning, we got, you know, that. We talked about it. Do you make perfect a heel? Do you, you know, have him win the title and have some funky stuff happening? Like, what do you, what do, you do? Uh, you're, you're, you're making too good of a case. And I, uh, so I won't, I will say like, without looking into the future, too far. I'm gonna give perfect the title. Wow, <laughs> perfect flex or some kind of cool thing. Um, def- I mean, there's definitely something between Diesel and Razor. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> something, something, something like distracting wise. I want maybe Shawn Michaels like gets distracted and like you know either either razor is kind of unfortunately distracting the ref and like diesel is up on the apron and and like has perfect but then like sean uh like goes to hit him and like accidentally like collides with diesel and then he turns around and maybe gets either gets rolled up or he gets perfect flexed medicine right yeah We'll say perfect flex and like Razor is pretty elated that 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 happened and whatnot. But they did a they did say in the real match, like uh, Vince was saying, like Ken perfect three P, like they called it a three. He was calling it a three P if he won the Intercontinental title. So let's give him the three P. Love it. <laughs> All right. How do you? I don't. We would have to go way back to how we rebooked Survivor Series '92. Because how do you feel that Perfect and Razor are together when real Survivor Series 92, they were opposite teams? I don't remember how we rebooked that. We kept Perfect a heel. And we kept, um, we we said, we we took a little bit of artistic license and kept Warrior and Bulldog on just long enough (laughs) to get that pay-per-view buy rate for the fans. And then it was a lot of yes. Gotcha. So Perfect was still like, an executive consultant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We like him as a heel. We like him. Yeah. We prefer him as a heel. Mm-hmm. All right. This next match is a big one and may determine or influence where you're going to go with the main event. Mm-hmm. So Owen Hart is not happy about losing to the narcissist, but he's mm-hmm. looking good. <clears throat> Bam Bam Bigelow has a heck of a match with Bret Hart. Mm. And he was the guy that had the title shot. Yeah. So he didn't win the King of the Ring, so he's looking for some redemption. So, so I was going to ask you. So he's not—he's not in a dark match. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. No. 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 He's not in a dark match. Brett Owen Hart is going to go against Bam Bam Bigelow. Nice. Purposefully booked. So I kind of have a sense of where I where I think I see this going to fit the narrative, but mm-hmm. you could also book it and kind of pump the brakes on the narrative yep what do you think bam bam owen hart with the idea that owen hart is very purposefully wrestling the guy his brother wrestled at the last pay-per-view right i think you get uh, a great match mm-hmm. um, like big guy against you know fast guy uh i think it's awesome i think something where owen 
like goes for like a big move and Bam Bam like catches him in a power bomb or something like that. And like Owen's out and then he, and then either he pins him there or he then goes to the top for the headbutt, but Bam Bam wins. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bam Bam, so- Bam Bam wins and Owen once again is just a little bit madder. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so what you're doing is maybe setting up some Survivor Series stuff, potentially. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I saw Owen going over. I was, I was going to ask you because you, you seem to have the yeah. opposite. Mm-hmm. So here was my thought. Now, right. I don't want to spoil too much, though, because, again, I, I want to totally uncorrupted, free your thoughts on the main event. Yeah, yeah. But I had Owen winning with Owen basically thinking – I'm the number one contender and Brett not wanting to wrestle him. Gotcha. Brett not thinking he's ready. Gotcha. Not thinking he's up to wrestling him. Mm-hmm. That's what would perpetuate the heel turn and the feud. Yep. If you wanted to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I did see Owen beating Bam Bam Bigelow in a great match cleanly. And then wow. basically saying, I'm the next guy. That's a turning point in Owen's career if that happens. Right. But I also agree with you that it could be one of those other not ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to circle Bam Bam, but I know that we kind of had a different different thought, but this yeah. is yeah. why I'm picking your brain, right? <laughs> so I'm asking you. All right. So that was match seven. All right. Match eight. Opportunity to put somebody over if you want to put them over. Mm-hmm. Because I like how you liked how this guy wrestled the king of the ring. I think there's a lot of untapped potential. And I think this guy was also wrestling at the same time. So I think he deserves on the card. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh! <laughs> against Mr. Hughes. Nice. I thought you were going to say Mr. Hughes first. Yeah. So a very, like, two big guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Physical match. Yep. Um, you know, Hacksaw can win and stay on that hot streak he had in 93. Mm-hmm. Or Mr. Hughes can... <laughs> get himself set up to be another top heel, right? Because we talk about rebooking and wanting to put the company in a good position. Right. And we want to protect our stars. We want Mr. Perfect as the Intercontinental Champion to have some competition. We want to see where we're going to go with Bret Hart, and we want to see where we're going to go with the uh, Undertaker. Mm -hmm. So, but we also like Hacksaw. So do you put Mr. Hughes over, or do you have Hacksaw get the face W at a pay-per-view? I, I need I I want to ask you a spoiler question for for like the like maybe part of part of the card that you haven't said yet to to answer who wins for it. I don't want to ask it because I don't want to spoil your matches. But do you have the Undertaker upcoming on the card? Okay, yes. <clears throat> Um, that's a good one. Because do you have Hacksaw make a comeback, or do you have Hughes like solidify him as a or Hacksaw as a jobber? Right. <clears throat> I want. I'm gonna 
I was gonna say I was gonna say I'll just say it. I'll give it to Hacksaw. Let's give okay. Hacksaw. Let's give Hacksaw a big win, and Mr. Hughes not be happy afterward and beat him up after the match. Oh, I like that. Take it to Hacksaw after the match. Uh, you know, pretty good big splashes from every turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I like, I like it. So you got both people in a good spot. All right. Next match. We're, we're crushing the lost years here. Yeah. In the go. ring. Here we go. Yokozuna Yoko takes it to the Undertaker. Mm -hmm. SummerSlam. Big match. Yokozuna and the Undertaker. No gold on the line. Yokozuna's up and coming. He is not the champion, so he lost to WrestleMania 9. He's a major force of the King of the Ring. We got the Undertaker, Yokozuna. We're nearing the end of the card, so this is a big, this is a big spot. Who do you have? And again, you could do a false finish. That's, right. You haven't done it yet. Straight up, no, no stipulations. I'll tell you what, you pick it. Because because the way the King of the Ring went, right? Yokozuna did what he did to the Undertaker in our alternate world. If you want to go no, if you want to go no DQ, I don't know that we're at casket match level, but we could be. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe we're not there yet. Maybe we need maybe we need a straight up match. So we got we have Paul Bear and we have Cornette and Fuji. So we can be yes, we can bring in Cornette if you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to need a false finish. I think we're going to need some sort of shenanigans. And I'm trying to think. Like, Undertaker is going to win by DQ. But, like, it's going to, keep, it's going to be ongoing because I think these guys are the ones that are going to steal the urn. Yes, right. Like it's going to going to happen in in some way i don't know how they're gonna i don't want to just say like cornet like hits undertaker with the racket and like it doesn't phase him but like they, they call it dq anyway but uh, there was just so many scenarios where when yoko faced undertaker like the whole whole regime would come out and beat up the undertaker so like i'm trying to think well uh Maybe you get that angry Mr. Hughes back out here right away. Like he just had his match. Maybe he comes out and helps, you know, him and Yoko just like take it to the Undertaker. Ooh, so let's maybe rebook Mr. Hughes. I, I, I like how you talk a lot about factions. Mm -hmm. Maybe we give Mr. Hughes Jim Cornette. Yeah, that would be good. And there you go. Yeah. And then that sets up again. We're not talking Survivor Series 93 yet, but that doesn't mean we can't right. revisit this. Yeah. Axel could he team up with The Undertaker in a Survivor Series and make it believable. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, remember, when, remember when The Undertaker had the had the cape with the USA flag? Yep. I mean, you could do it. <laughs> yeah. You could do it. All right. So we're going to put – oh, Undertaker. We, don't have, we have no – in the rebookings, we have no Giant Gonzalez, right? No Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, no giant Gonzalez. All right. This next match is probably the most unique match. And I think it's one after, especially if 
people have watched the recent uh, Macho Man biography on mm -hmm. a You can see that this was something that's happened before. So after the King of the Ring, Lawler's not going to have an opportunity to go after Bret Hart because that's mm -hmm. not happening. Mm -hmm. But Jerry Lawler is going to have a conversation with Macho Man about being king and Macho mm -hmm. Man will talk about he was the Macho King. Nice. And Lawler and Macho King are going to get into it. Nice. And it's going to be one of those things where you're not going to be quite sure if it's a shoot or a work. Like they're going to basically start fighting on Monday Night Raw over Vince. And it's going to get heated. And, you know, Lawler can destroy the announcer table at Raw, very similar to what happened with Bret Hart, because we know Macho was very good at getting beat up at this time. Right. <laughs> So we're going to set it up where Macho Man Randy Savage is going to wrestle Jerry Lawler at Survivor Series 93 in the penultimate match. So it's not really going to be a bathroom match, but we can take a break and uh, show in, the footage. SummerSlam or Survivor Series? I'm sorry. SummerSlam. So what do you think? So I look at this one in two ways. This can just be like a novelty match between two people in the booth. Mm. This could be Macho Man basically saying, I'm done with the announcing booth. He wipes the floor with Lawler, and we look at where does he go in the future. Right. Um, you know, what do you what do you think, and where do you want to go with this? I want to go there. <laughs> That's what I yeah. want to show. He wipes the floor with Lawler, and he's back because we we know that he goes on to WrestleMania 10 with Crush and whatnot. But we know that he wasn't done wrestling. He didn't want to be done wrestling, and this is who Lawler should wrestle and this is who he should lose to. And yeah, Macho Man, Macho Man's ready after this match. Awesome. Right. I, like I think that's how we kind of frame it where he looks, looks so good. Mm -hmm. And he basically kind of announces, you know, to Vince, like, Hey, I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah. I, want, I want more. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Nice. All right. The moment <coughs> Bob been waiting for. So, Lex Luger, I think you could still have a Lex Express going to SummerSlam, but this is limos and Learjets. <laughs> this is him doing his best Ric Flair, the, the models, the mirrors. Mm -hmm. He is really building up that he's going to the palace mm -hmm. to get the title. He's the king of the ring. Is, is throughout the rebookings, is, is Heenan like with him or is he is he just commentating but loves him commentating but loves him Good. commentating but loves him and yep. this has been very hot so in my notes for the rebooking like this is a very hot feud yeah right this is really 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 being built up lex luger really believes that he is the best there is the best there was the best there ever will be. he's the king he is like crushing it with the promos mm -hmm. so he is ready to go he's peak heel he looked pretty cool with that silver purple and white and the eagle belt mm -hmm. you got a man who is still the champion so he's the champion he's going gonna be the champion going on a year from now he's a fighting champion he is just so over yep this is the match there's a little bit of revenge going on here we're building up Owen in the background. Doesn't have to influence your decision at all. Mm -hmm. We put Borga over. We also put Macho Man over. <clears throat> so 
I turn it over to you to take us through the, the final match here. This is what it's all been about. The one that got away. Narcissist <laughs> Lex Luger heel as the king of the ring going against the champion, Bret Hart. Go. First of all, I think you, um, it's, it's such a big match that you keep, even though not for the same reasons, the Hart family is in the front row still, like Love they were for Brett and Lawler. Stu is there. Like he wasn't injured. There was no, you know, Lawler incident or whatever. Like he's there. Uh, and um, like after the match, but, but kind of as this match has started, Owen joins them. Owen, Owen, Owen sits in the crowd in the in the heart row, and he's there. To watch, he's there to watch Brett, his his brother, uh, take out Luger. After all the the brunch and you know all the other stuff. And Owen has lost to Bam Bam. Yes, yes, yes. he's in, lost. He's lost to Bam. Bam. He's lost to Bam Bam. Still, still in Brett's corner, lost to Bam Bam. It's an amazing match. Like Luger is selling. Bret Hart is selling. There's, you know, the the attack of both competitors have ne has never been better. Um, you get on the outside. You get you get some fighting on the outside. Luger throws <coughs> Luger throws Brett into the stairs. Then he kind of throws him into the barricade with the heart where the hearts are. So the barricade, like, you know, kind of goes up against the hearts and goes up against, like, Bruce and Owen, and they're, like, they're ticked off. And then so they're sitting next to Stu, so they're ticked off, kind of making sure, like, Stu's all right. Luger kind of nonchalantly, like, throws Brett in the ring, turns around, and, and like, like, you know, confronts, kind of, like, stoically confronts the, the hearts. And uh, like Bruce and Bruce and Owen are kind of on their feet, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And then Luger like kind of stares at Stu and Stu <coughs> starts to get up. And Stu, like everyone's just like, you know, cheering because like Stu Hart's getting up and Luger puts his hands on Stu and kind of like shoves him back down in his seat. And everyone's like, no, you, you. You're like you don't touch him like he's like you know 70 years old or whatever so owen is irate like owen is ticked off that this happened luger like they're all kind of like consoling Stu, making sure that he's all right but owen is like you know pointing at luger like i'm gonna get you luger and the luger like kind of does that but like gets back in the ring um brett brett then like uh well no brett's kind of hurt so Luger gets back in the ring. Luger, like, goes to pick up Brett. Brett gets a small package. Gets a one-two kick out. He gets, oh, a, kick, he gets a kick out. <laughs> and Owen now has, like, he's not in the front row anymore. He's he's on he's at he's at ringside. Like he's on he's on the apron. He wants Brett to kill Luger because of what he just did. And um, he. Brett starts to come back. He does his he does his moves, backbreaker, elbow, gets near fall after near fall, can't get him. 
um, goes for the sharpshooter. Luger, like he, he turns Luger over, but Luger like too powerful. Like he's in like a push-up position and like gets to the rope quick. So he, he, he doesn't get him in the sharpshooter at that point. So they get to, he gets to the rope. He gets to the rope where like Owen is like right in his face. And uh, Owen's like, you know, in his face and like he wants to hit Luger so bad. He wants to hit and like Brett, Brett is saying like, no, don't. Oh my like, God. Don't. God. Brett's like, him. don't, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't hit him. And so like, he's like, he's like, I want to hit him. I want to hit him so bad. I want to kill him. You see what he did to dad, our dad? And like Luger kind of stumbles away and, and Brett, um, uh, like he's he's kind of consoling Owen, like you know, don't worry about it. Like I'll, I'll get oh, him, whatever. Man. And then uh, so, um, so Brett, like Brett, turns around. He gets in. He gets in a couple punches. Owen, Owen just can't help himself. Owen gets up on the apron, and the ref is just like, "What are you doing? Get down!" He's like, "I want to, I want to get him." And like Brett's like, Brett's like, like getting a couple punches on Luger. He's like get down i got this and brett turns around forearm one two three luger gets luger the strap gets the strap luger wins the title no, what loses. what's that what happens next <laughs> at the event at the event at the event owen owen is just he's like he's like like he can't believe it. Like he can't believe what just happened. He doesn't think it's his fault, but he can't believe that. Like he, I mean, he kind of sees that he yeah. kind of thinks it's his fault, but he's like, no way. Like there's no way he just did that. And like Luger, like is announced as the champion, and uh, Luger kind of like exits the ring kind of quick because Owen like gets in the ring, but Luger walking down the aisle as the new WWE champ and Brett is kind of like out and yeah. Owen Owen is in the ring consoling Brett but like not really saying much because Brett's just like knocked out from the forearm and that's it that's how SummerSlam ends <laughs> I could visualize that the entire time in my head <laughs> I could see that spot at the steps I could see Owen in the crowd Wow. Yeah. So what what did you what did you think? Did you think I was gonna go anywhere there? Did you think I was gonna have Brett win? What did you think? So I wanted to see if you're I wouldn't even say take the bait, but I was gonna see if you're gonna allow that Brett Owen spot to happen because that was mm -hmm. really cool. Mm -hmm. Um but I think Lex as a heel champion would have been amazing. I think he would have been very different. Mm -hmm. Um than a lot of champions that you had. Now, obviously, Ric Flair, right? Yeah. But it, it would not have been a Yokozuna. It would not have been um, a Hogan Warrior. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, who would that have been like? Yeah. I think it would be unprecedented. Right. I think he would have been had the look and the, like, the look and the aesthetic of a world champion, mm -hmm. But kind of like the trickery and the villainy of someone that bends the rules and gets lucky. Yeah. Yep. And I think that it was his time. I think he was great as a narcissist. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you were going to do it with him, 
this is how you're going to do it. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't think the reason I, and I, I talked myself through the Owen part as we did the, the part one of SummerSlam and stuff. Like when, you know, pre-taping this, I was, I had Luger winning in my mm -hmm. mind the whole time. I was just trying to get there in some, yeah. some way, but I couldn't, we couldn't go from WrestleMania nine to SummerSlam with the whole Luger Brett thing and have Brett just get over because then what for Luger? Like Luger's gotta go on as a narcissist solidified somehow. And like whether he wins and now like they take this feud all the way to the next WrestleMania or, and have some sort of rematch or you know, they take it maybe just one pay-per-view. I don't know. But, like, he needed to get over as the narcissist. Agree. This was the only spot he could get to. Mm -hmm. He was a built-to-be-the-world champion if he was going to do it. Yeah. We know Stars and Stripes Luger doesn't work. Yeah. We like Luger. Luger's not an Intercontinental champion. He's bigger. Right. Yeah. He's bigger. Mm -hmm. He set it up, and I think that – this open so now here's yeah, and I think here's where you go. You could go like Sluger in a return match against The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. right? You could go right. like Sluger versus Brett. You could go Macho. Yep. You yep. could do um you know, we don't have Tatanka on the card. He could emerge. Um, how, do you feel, how do you like in your rebooking? How do you feel? I know he was at ringside, but how do you feel that Razor did not wrestle at SummerSlam? I feel like that was necessary for his transition. I feel like because he lost to the one, two, three kid, I didn't want to make it a tag match. I mean, I, all right. So here's what I could have done. I could have done razor versus Mr. Hughes. Yep. That, yeah. and, and you, would you put razor over? Yeah, I guess so. Like, it, it, like I want to see that razor that you're not getting that on Mr. Hughes though, no. but <laughs> somehow, somehow he'll, He'll, I guess somehow he'll win. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably the logical spot for him. Um, or, I mean, I'll just say, here we go. I mean, here's your 12 match. They're not on the card. You just, you do Razor Tatanka. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that also happened. That gives you your Razor's edge. Right. Gives Razor a strong victory. It further buries Tatanka. <laughs> doing. I guess so. I mean, that's technically a face-face match. So yeah. it doesn't help razors oh, right over yeah yeah but like if you had like are you saying if you put razor on the card you would still have him at ringside in that match or not have him at ringside uh in the intercontinental match then i'd pull him from ringside mm -hmm. yeah if he if he's wrestling i'd pull him from ringside i there was something about having an equalizer for yeah diesel and believing in michael's and perfect mm -hmm. enough that being at ringside for that match wasn't like a de demotion right it, that it, it was important and it was for this for the gold yeah um you know i definitely looking at this card i think there's a couple different directions i, I could have gone mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day like it was about perfect it was about the steiners it was about Hart and lex luger yep um and we'll see what couple comes next so we can absolutely, you say the word, and we can dive deeper into this in a future episode. Yep. But so 
I guess what this means is keeping with our theme of the uh, the um, trilogy. Trilogy. Uh, our actual SummerSlam '93 would be the American Hero Returns. I think Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Return. And I guess this is this is Luger forever. Thinking <laughs> Luger, a world champion. Yeah. An iconic Golden Eagle wearing world champion. Yep. Just the opposite way. Yeah. Um, yeah and i still think you could have alex express i think you could have a crazy limousine where he's like on top of a limo in a pool he would have loved, loved that he yeah loved he's in the pool on top of a limo <laughs> with his whole entourage drinking champagne bobby heenan's like up there we're wearing big sunglasses and a visor <laughs> in the pool with him like he's basically like the 90s rick flair mm-hmm yeah, you know, like he he is getting there, and he's he can be a little awkward, and he can be a little like because that's the thing, he worked well as the narcissist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know you say it, and I think you see that now all the time. You know, people the what best characters are extensions of that person. Exactly, that's who he was. Yeah, that's who he was. The All American Patriot is not it. It's not going to work. No matter how much Vince wanted it to work. Yeah. Like he can't default. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas I feel like as a narcissist, if he's stuck in a promo or whatever, like he can default to who he is. Yep. And I think it could have worked. Yep. Totally agree. Wow. (laughs) Any final thoughts? Awesome job. (laughs) Once again, (laughs) you come up with the really good scenarios and really good rebookings for, uh, for these cards. I love it. No, I and I love that you take things in directions. I like I said, we were talking before this this started. I didn't know where you were gonna go. Yeah. But I really didn't. I was really excited because I think we set it up well and I love to hear your interpretations of where matches are gonna go and how you see things going. So hopefully, you know, listeners do you enjoy that as well. Yeah. So I was definitely seeing Bret Hart and um Lex Luger in my head. I saw everything you described. Yeah. So that was fun for me. Should have happened. Should have happened. All right. This has Take been out. the 1993 trilogy of taking it to the mats. We hope you enjoyed. We will come back with something new and different next time. Absolutely. We'll talk to you later. That's it.